Hey friends, welcome back to Pewology, and this is Rise and Vine. In the Old Testament, the book of Exodus tells us about a 40-year wilderness wandering that takes place after the Israelites leave Egypt, or are rescued out of Egypt, and then travel to this promised land. In Exodus chapter 13, verse 18, it says, So God led the people by the roundabout way through the wilderness toward the Red Sea. I love the wording there. The translation work is interesting. The roundabout way. It's good. Many of the modern translations use that particular phrasing in their rendition of the Hebrew. New Living Translation, uh, International Standard Translation, Good News Translation, and others all pick up on this, the roundabout way. Maybe you feel like you're on a roundabout way, going the long way around the barn. Maybe you feel like you're definitely not taking the most direct route to where you had hoped to be or what you had hoped to achieve. But what we learn from the scripture is that there's some things that the roundabout way can teach us. For instance, let me just give you two. One, the roundabout way is where many of us will learn patience, like how to be patient, not getting exactly what we want in the moment when we want it, but learning to savor the moments, even when those Moments feel lost. A recent Microsoft corporate study that was released in Time magazine said that the average attention span of a goldfish was nine seconds, which doesn't seem that notable until they compared it to the average attention span of an American, which was eight seconds. <laughs> I don't know if any of that's true. And I don't know how they test the attention spans of goldfish. But I think the point is that we live in a time where we're not exactly mastering patience. In fact, if patience is a virtue, we are short on this virtue. Galatians 6, 9 says, let us not grow weary in doing good. But that tends to be exactly what happens. 1 Corinthians chapter 13 says, love is patient. Is the relationships that you currently enjoy, are the relationships you currently enjoy defined by patience? We say we love people all the time, kids and parents and spouses and family and friends, but are we patient with them? Or Galatians chapter 5 verse 22 says, but the fruit of the Spirit is patience. It's one of the qualities. Are you noticing the presence of the Holy Spirit in you? Is his presence being exhibited in patience? How do we get there? 
how do we exercise this patience? How do we let this patience out that comes from the Spirit? Well, I'd argue that one of the ways I've noticed in my life, and I hope you'll find in yours, is that when we worship God and reflect upon the patience He's given us, when we adore Him and praise Him and thank Him in worship because of His patience given to us, I believe that inspires His patience to flow out of us and to others. It starts in our minds and in our spirits as He refines it through worship. The other thing I guess you learned on the roundabout way, this travel that sometimes feels more like uh, a family road trip without a map or a GPS. The other thing that we learn is that God makes us strong in the wilderness on the roundabout way. Second Corinthians chapter 12 says, My grace is sufficient for you, for my power is made perfect in weakness. Sometimes it's only when we are confronted with our personal weakness that God's power can truly be exhibited and take over. In chapter 11, 2 Corinthians, Paul says, If I must boast, I will boast of the things that show my weakness. Think about that phrase. I will boast of the things that show my weakness. We spend so much of our time, effort, energy, covering up our weaknesses, trying to look competent, trying to look successful, trying to look like we're achieving, trying to convince others that we have value. So much of our self-esteem is attached to what others will think of our competency and or value. But Paul says that he's going to boast in his weakness, that he's going to boast in his shortcomings and in his sins and in his his lack of ability and competency. What on earth? That seems so counterintuitive to the way we think. Well, I'd argue that what Paul's saying here is that only when we come face to face with our sins, admit them to ourselves and to others, only when we come face to face with our insecurities, our lack of competency, our inabilities, are we ready to receive the Savior? It takes the knowledge that we are unable to perform the moral requirements of God to be ready to receive His forgiveness, grace, and favor. So, Maybe you feel like you've been on the roundabout way. Maybe you feel like you're going the wrong way or the long way. I would encourage you. There's probably some things to learn on this trip, no matter where you are in your spiritual journey. I hope you'll learn patience and I hope you'll be strengthened through the testing. That's it for today. Rise and vine people.